Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 610 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. With you till 10 o'clock this morning, talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Lot to get to this morning, but uh, let's start with the gross weather outside, Dan. Yeah, you probably drove right through one of these yeah, uh, spotty wet. showers, right? Yeah, just, yep. you know, it was wet when I walked out of the house. Now, the, the snow is, you can see it's already dissipating. I can see my driveway again. Yeah. I'm kind of liking that, I have to admit. 38 degrees in the car, so mm-hmm. we went from... 9 to 23 <laughs> to now almost 40 degrees. Let me just point out, 38 degrees is warmer than it was all weekend long. Yeah. Daytime and yeah. nighttime. So, yes, that is an improvement. <laughs> so what what are we expecting, though? I mean, it's, it's going to continue to get 10 degrees warmer every day until we're in the 60s on Friday? Something like that. Not everybody's going to see 60s, though. It's the southern half of the state that's really going to feel the warmth. It, it's just a matter of how far north it's going to bubble up, really. It, yeah. It's going to be above normal no matter where you are. Right. But whether it's warm and spring-like, we'll see how that you know, actually develops. But rain showers, are we looking at any storms or is this just going to be kind of gross? Um, It's gross for now. And then we'll see a period of rain tomorrow. No storms, no downpours, no flooding risks. Yeah. Just, just some wet, unsettled weather. Um, I, I think, I think we, most you could of- take off. I I am off on Friday, as a matter of fact. Um, We do have some showers this morning. I think most of today is actually going to be dry during like the midday hours before rain comes back into play tonight. Uh, I've been promoting tomorrow as the wettest day of the week, and that that still looks to be the case here. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks, Dan. I'll I'll ask you tomorrow about Sunday. That could get interesting. Okay. There's there's a chance for some wintry stuff at the end of the weekend, believe yeah. it or not. This warm-up is only temporary. So hold on to your seat. <laughs> it's a roller go. coaster. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Eric, what uh, what a tragedy, Passaic County. What a terrible, terrible tragedy. Yeah, I mean, there's so much we still don't know um, this morning. Um, now, th- this guy, he was the sheriff for... He was, Many years, right? Uh, this was first elected in 2011. Yeah. So this was Birthday. his what fifth term, fourth term? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, before that, he was so a sad. police officer in Clifton. Um, politically connected, well respected, and they've ruled it a suicide. There was no foul There's play. Been no was official no... comment or statement from the Passaic County Prosecutor's Office. So this is all you know based on what individuals have told us, what they've told uh, yeah. you know other individuals, patrons at the restaurant. Um, yeah. he was at a, a very popular Turkish restaurant it's called Taros. It's in Clifton, uh, about three 30 in the afternoon. By himself was a um, group. Don't know that. Up. Walked into bathroom. <clears throat> Patrons say they heard a gunshot and he was found inside, um, dead. Um, uh, so they haven't ruled anything out. But they're saying it's an apparent suicide. Uh, an apparent self-inflicted gunshot. Okay. There, I mean, there's, you're splitting hairs with stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, it, it's, yeah. it does appear that, you know, he did, in fact, kill himself. God. Just, um, uh, married. So shocking. Four I mean, it was children. so shot and jarring to hear the news yesterday. Yeah, it really four was. grown kids, right? He, he has grown kids? He has grown kids and I think at least one grandchild. But he was only 60 years old, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not... He's a young guy. Yeah, I mean, 20... Eight odd years, I think, yeah. in law enforcement. Um, as I said, he was a Clifton cop before he yeah. was um, elected to sheriff. Um, you know, I, I mean, even 
the the Patterson's mayor, um, you know, said, you know, I just saw him the other day. We swore in eight new police officers. Yeah. Um, seemed normal. We exchanged pleasantries. Um, if this is, in fact, a self-inflicted gunshot wound, we don't know if he's left behind a note. Um, family certainly hasn't made any statement. Um, you know, he was, Governor Murphy made a, made a statement calling him yeah. a close friend. Um, you know, you're, you're at a loss when something like this happens to really be able to explain it. Every law enforcement person that I talked to yesterday was just stunned. Yeah, yeah. There's it, it, there are cases in, stunned. That's the right word. You know, I mean it, that, that I mean didn't have any words. I you know, the, yeah. and, um, you know there are cases like this where you know you might get a, a whisper or a hint that oh yeah I was having some issues or yeah there was a Didn't problem right was, and not not a word whisper indication yeah. anything now. Professionally, he'd been going through some issues. You know, he had three uh, officers at the Passaic County Jail that were brought up on federal charges for beating an inmate after an inmate threw urine on another guard. Um, that jail was closing. He had to announce the layoffs of 29 officers. Uh, as and a that's a whole other story about why that jail's closing. About the and reason why. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's... Um, yeah, I, it, we're we're talking to more people this morning, Bill. As we know yeah. more information, we'll pass it along. I mean, yeah. what we do know, I've written this morning at nj1015.com, but I'll be honest with you, it's just not a lot at this point. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Eric. So uh, I thought this morning, let's um, let's honor law enforcement. If you are a, a corrections officer, if you're a family of an officer, if you want to shout out an officer, I, I have to tell you, uh, I'll I'll give you my thoughts on the the Passaic County Jail closing and the just utter hypocrisy coming out of the governor's mouth. I'm just so sick and tired of how callously and, and their dismissive attitude toward law enforcement. It's time we uh, we stand up for these cops. Uh, this tragedy aside, we've got to do a hell of a lot more in this state to honor and back the blue. And we don't do it. We take our cops for granted. I, I'm sick of it. And something needs to be done immediately. And, and honestly, Governor... You know, so much of the stress on our law enforcement is because of your failed policies. It is, uh, it's time we, we admit the wrongdoing coming out of Trenton and do the right thing by our law enforcement members across the state. You want to shout out a local law enforcement member? We'd love to honor them this morning. 1-800-283-101.5-616. Fast traffic instant weather now. 622 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, in uh, just a horrible news uh, out of uh, Passaic County, New Jersey, where um, um, Sheriff Richard Burdnick uh, reportedly fatally shot himself yesterday at a restaurant in Clifton. Um you know, it's just, it, it, it's, it's so, there are no words to describe the loss of uh, someone who's been a pillar of the community and, and uh, leaves behind a family. Um, and we don't know, we're not going to speculate on what happened, but uh, we're going to honor um, the sheriff and, and law enforcement this morning because, as I've said many, many times, we, we have a government in Trenton that does not value our law enforcement. And I'm sorry the governor's words are, are hollow. He's done more to disparage our police officers, to make the, the job of our cops much more difficult. And, you know, someone's got to speak the truth. And, and, and that's it. The governor does not get a pass. 
at any moment. He he deserves not one minute of rest until he fixes this culture that he and his administration and now two uh, attorney generals have brought on. And, and we, we've got to change it. We've got to turn the culture around and and elevate our members of law enforcement. Let's go to Joe in Pittsgrove. What's going on, Joe? Morning. Hi, hi, Bill. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You want to hear the truth? I'm going to tell you the truth. Tell me. I am a police officer, and I'm retiring this year. And I, 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 I thank the Lord that I am able to retire this year. Pretty soon I retire. I pray for these young kids today coming aboard yeah. on this on this job because it's horrible. This governor is a disgrace. Yes, Everything he is. Everything he's doing in this state is a disgrace. And the pressure that he is putting on us, our, our hands are tied, and these prisoners and these these criminals know it. Yep. This guy that threw the urine on those officers, he deserved to get beat up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Those officers should not be fired. I agree. And the reason why they've done it is because they know the prisoners right. know they can get away with this stuff. That's right. It wouldn't have happened a few years ago because they would know what the consequences are. It's a disgrace. Yeah. I go to work every day just hoping that I can make it home in one piece and come home to my family. We can't even – We I pull over cars. They don't have a driver's license, no green card. They don't speak English. I can't do nothing about it. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I stopped the car this morning, as a matter of fact. I, the guy, the kid opens the window. He's got smoke coming out of his window. It smells like a pot factory in his car. I can't do nothing about it. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's a disgrace, man. I, Joe, I, we, we, uh, I'll, I will tell you this. Help is on the way. Um, there are more of us than there are of them. And when I read the governor's tweet, this, you know, I read the governor's tweet and, and these, these, this hollow sentiment about the sheriff being his friend. And I'm thinking, really, really, you, you got the guts and the gall to get out there and, and mourn. Yet, meanwhile, in your practical application every day, you're working against our officers. You're creating the, the higher added stress. You're valuing the criminals. I have to tell you, Joe, I was disgusted this morning when I saw it. It made me angry. You know, you know what else is really bad? What's going on? These young kids in school are being programmed this by our teachers mm-hmm. that that everything is wrong. Cops are wrong. They're bad people. I, yeah. I get little kids. They they look at me if I walk into a Wawa or something. They look at me like uh, like I'm going to kill them or something. I, yeah. And I, I I make it a point to approach them and say, you know, you know, little boy, little girl. No, please don't be afraid. We're not here to hurt you. We're here to help. And they look like they're petrified. They're being schooled this. Well, and and I don't blame, you know, Joe. Right. I don't blame the teachers. I think the teachers are in kind of the same position the cops are in, that you've got you've got leaders in Trenton that are pushing an agenda, and all of us are in a bad spot. And, and the idea, now I don't know all the circumstances of what happened at the jail, but I do know this, that if an inmate throws urine on a cop, he ought to get a beatdown. Uh, yeah, I have no issue with that. I agree, right? And, and, that, and, and number, one, number two... The fact that the jail is closing and they laid off 29 corrections officers, part of the reason they're closing the jails, Joe, is we, we have bail reform. We're not holding these guys. We, got no, we, we don't have anybody to put in the jail because we value the criminals and the perps. And the second reason is we don't honor federal detainer orders. So you've got a bunch of criminal, illegal aliens running around this state. I would suspend bail reform on day one, enforce the federal detainer orders, and fill those jails. We ought to be building new jails and hiring more corrections officers. We got to go the other way, Joe. 
Listen, let me ask you this real quick. I got to run, but when you retire, okay. when you retire, you going to dig in with me? You going to stay in Jersey? I have no way. I'm moving. My wife and I have a yeah. plan. We're going to Wyoming. Yeah. I, Joe, I get it. I'm going to do my best to keep you, but I understand your point. Hey, man, listen, praying for you and all the guys out there. Be safe today. Thank you, sir. You bet. Take, Take care. care, Joe. All right, Bill, I'll get to you first. Other side of the news. 628. Eric Scott with your news next. Six thirty-eight on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Um, so, Eric, you uh, you'll keep us updated. I know uh, the the loss of uh, the Passaic County Sheriff uh, Richard uh, Birdnick uh, reportedly took his own life in a restaurant yesterday. Just such a jarring story. Uh, you know, you wake up and, and you you read this news. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, happened what about three thirty in the afternoon? Yep. Any details that we know now other than what's been reported? Nothing more beyond that. And, you know, it is, it's the Passaic County prosecutor that has lead in this investigation now. Um, the attorney general's office for the state is also, you know, monitoring the investigation. Uh, the prosecutor hasn't come out and really confirmed any of the, the details. Um, you know, the, it was the, the commissioner's meeting was scheduled for 530 last night, and they were all kind of getting into the into their offices and getting ready for the meeting and their phones just blew up with word that yeah. um, the sheriff was dead um, and you know it just took everybody by surprise yeah I mean this was a guy who not only was career law enforcement I mean he was a he was 30 years a, right 30, as a beat cop you know in Clifton yeah and it kind of risen through the ranks I mean at one point he was a SWAT commander I mean he'd done everything I mean this was not this was not one of the, you know, occasionally you'll get a sheriff that really doesn't have a law enforcement background, yeah. you know, because it's an elected He position. was not a political sheriff. No, he, he was, was not a, a cop's cop. Correct. Because he had been through yeah. it all, seen it all, yeah. done it all, you know, from a beat cop, you know, to a, to a commander. Um, so from, you know, widely across law enforcement spectrum, he was incredibly respected um, and well thought of. And he also was well thought of in political circles. It is, you know, as an elected position, he had to pivot and kind of play that game too which he also did very well um and you know just w was one of those individuals who was a pillar of that county um in terms of law enforcement and you know was out at events and and just was very active within in the community and never forgot you know where he came from um in clifton you know where he where he first wore the uniform um so Every person that I've talked to is just, they, I mean, literally have no words. They just, they don't know what to say. They, they, it's, yeah. it, it, it took everybody by surprise. Yeah. Shocking. Um, so I want to talk to you this morning about this, about uh, what we need to do in this state. I, you know, I read uh, Murphy's tweet and, and I think the governor is, honestly, I think the guy's shameless and, and he's an embarrassment to the state. Here's a, here's a man who has lurched this state so far to the left that we've made the climate for police officers so negative. And, you know, oh, really? The, the governor and Tammy are praying for uh, the sheriff's office and the family? Yeah, okay, that's nice. But you know what you need to do? You need to change course and start supporting our police officers, our sheriffs, our law enforcement members, our law enforcement families in a big way. Instead, we've got now two attorney generals, uh, one after the other, that has been focused, focused 
on making the cops the bad guys. We've got bail reform that is that is wrecking the culture in this state. Why? Because you've got empty jails. They're closing jails, laying off corrections officers, not to mention all the, the forced nonsense during the lockdowns where cops were used as a political tool by this governor. Then the forced jabs and cops that lost their jobs. I mean, the list goes on. We've got corrections officers that had to jab and mask up while the perps behind bars had no, no similar restrictions. Absolutely outrageous. Now you've got this federal investigation. Why? Because a, uh, an inmate threw urine on a cop and he got a beat down. Well, that's what happens. You throw urine on a cop. I mean, come on. We have got to change the culture. How many criminal aliens are out there that our police officers that are on duty right now can't pull over, can't do anything about? We've got federal detainer orders that are left absolutely unenforced, and we have empty jails. We're going to change this on day one. It is time. I'm sick of the hollow, empty rhetoric of the governor and his wife, Tammy. Enough is enough, guys. You have implemented policies that have absolutely damaged and disparaged our police officers, and enough is enough. Let's go to Bill in Browns Mills. What's going on, Bill? Morning. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for my call. Thanks for the support of law enforcement. It is greatly appreciated. You got it. Um one thing that I want to bring up is, uh, if you remember a few weeks ago in Las Vegas, the uh, person that attacked the judge uh, jumped over the bench yeah. and uh, went to assault the judge. And, uh, you know, a week later, came back to face 13 new charges, including attempted murder. Yep. So when it happens to uh, an elected official or a judge, they want to throw the book at him. However, this is happening inside our uh, jails and prisons on a daily basis, multiple times a day. Yes, and they don't want to do anything. And it is oh uh, well, we're going to give you know, you're going to get sixty days of quote unquote a disciplinary sanction. Right, but there's no additional time to their sentence. And well, Bill. Let's face it. So there's no time added. We we I, when I worked uh, when I had the show on Fox, I can tell you the battles we had in the newsrooms when the entirety of the corporate media was jumping all over solitary confinement. Like we were supposed to shed a tear for these scumbag perps that were getting put into solitary. You know what? There's a reason that you remove these guys. Prison needs to be tougher on the perps, not the cops. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think we need to build more prisons in this state. We need to suspend bail reform. We need to enforce the federal detainer orders. We need to empower our corrections officers. And you know what? You throw a um, uh, you throw urine on a police officer and you get beat up. Okay, everybody go to their separate corners, but there's not going to be any charges. Enough is enough. I, I'm, I am sick and tired of the cops being the bad guys. We are destroying our culture and our society from within. In. And Bill, you are a hundred percent right. You try that BS with an elected official, you are going down hard. But you you spit on a cop, you disparage a cop, and they'll be like, ah, oh, maybe the cop was a racist. I'm sick of it. And and for all the police officers out there, I've said this over and over again. As long as I've got a microphone, you have a voice. We are we are not going to take this lying down. Enough is enough. And you know, our obviously our prayers go out to the family of this this man who took his own life. And we don't know all the circumstances. But when you look at what's happened over the past several years, it gives you a very good indicator about this culture that has put our cops in the crosshairs. And enough is enough. Thank you, Bill. Bill, you got my you got my vote, and uh, pretty much everybody I work with, you already got our vote. Appreciate that, Bill. I'll uh, I'll keep you posted as uh, the thought has crossed my mind. 
Eh, it's starting to linger a little bit. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Have a good one. Be safe out there today. Six forty-five. Anybody uh, call today? Let's let's uh, let's plug our officers. I want to talk to you if you're a police officer. You agree with me that we've got a culture that is uh, making it very hard for our police officers and families of police officers, and we need to do something about it. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. And yes, I've got a plan. Six forty-five. Fast traffic incident weather next. Six fifty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia. So we have the very uh, difficult news to report this morning. Uh, the Passaic County Sheriff Richard Burdnick uh, looks like he um, fatally shot himself yesterday at a restaurant in Clifton. Um, we're great waiting as details come out, and Eric Scott will have more details. But it, it got me thinking. Um, you know, one of the things that we know that uh, the sheriff went through was the laying off of 29 officers from the uh, the county jail that's being closed. The fact that there was an investigation after an inmate threw urine at an officer and the officers uh, beat the guy up. Uh, you know, uh, I read the governor's tweet, Governor Phil Murphy and his wife, Tammy, uh, you know, um, now they, they want to express how close they were to the sheriff. And all. you know what? Your, your hollow words mean nothing, Governor. You're the one that is that has brought in an era of anti-cop sentiment. You've made the jobs of these officers more dangerous. You've put the strain on their families with endless, an endless barrage of investigations and inquiries and painting the cops as the bad guys. We're going to end bail reform. We're going to start enforcing federal detainer orders, and I can tell you this. All those folks that were let out early from their sentences during COVID, get ready and lawyer up because we're bringing you back. And we're going to start hiring corrections officers, increase the number of state troopers we have. We've got to empower law enforcement in a big way. And yes, we're going to implement a cost of living adjustment for our retired cops, period. Enough debate on this. This governor spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on cars and rugs, and our cops are left out to dry. Got Matt Platkin out there as the attorney general. What a joke. What a, what a bad guy. Going after the cops and suing parents and, school, and the schools. This administration has wrecked this state, and we need to get it back. And I, for one, you know where I stand with our police officers, but I, for one, won't stand by a minute longer while this administration continues to disparage our law enforcement officers. Those 29 corrections officers should be reinstated immediately. And this, this tragedy aside, God forbid, I can't imagine what the family's going through today with the loss of a husband and father. Pray for them, of course. But be mindful that we have bad actors in Trenton that have created a horrific atmosphere for our cops. Let's go to Marty and Howell. Morning, Marty. Hey, good morning, Bill. And uh, sorry to hear about the passing of our uh, fellow law enforcement. As for the problem in our country and our state, specifically because we're paying attention to our own state, but mm -hmm. there's no more backing the blue. It's disgusting. It's unprofessionalism. A criminal could do a crime, and they'll be out within an hour and a half. Um, all you hear, you hit it on the head. All you hear from people, they're afraid to do their job because they're worried about bail reform. They're worried about their own families being coming, being come after. That's right. Now Murphy's starting to go after them. 
and Wanda likes say all their social media information. That's right. And that That's way right. they can track them down and and watch and microscope every little yeah. thing that they do. So it's disgusting. It's unprofessionalism. This mayor and this governor. I'm sa- sorry. This governor is horrendous. Yeah, he is. And we need a change. And please, if you can run and make it right, we need to back the blue again. Thank you, Marty. Uh, You got my word. We are going to back the blue. And as I've said, the thought has crossed my mind. So stay tuned on that. Um, it, It is time. It is time we have a legislature and a governor that honor our men and women in uniform. It's time that we have a a reversal of this anti-cop culture. Governor Murphy, you ushered it in, and you are responsible for the terrible climate among our police officers today. You you politicized them during COVID. Now you're seeing you're overseeing the layoffs of these guys. You forced vaccines and other protocols on that were useless that you didn't force on the inmates. Now you've got a culture where where as the uh, the saying goes, the inmates are running the asylum. I mean, it, this is this is not right. It's un-American, and we have to get it back. So today's your chance. You are a member of law enforcement, a family of law enforcement. Let's honor our cops this morning. And and let me ask the question. Do you agree with me? Am I being too harsh on Governor Phil Murphy and his wife, Tammy, who wants to be your uh, next U.S. senator? Or uh, am I not being harsh enough? 1-800-283-101.5-657. Eric Scott with the news next. 709 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Eric, so the Passaic County Sheriff um, took his own life yesterday. At least that's according to all the reports that we've heard. Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard anything different. Uh, uh, have we learned anything about this tragedy? Was there a note? Was there? Uh, is there any... Uh, anything beyond the speculation that's already going on? No, and the lead investigator is the Passaic County Prosecutor, and the Passaic County Prosecutor um, does not often speak to the media, um, even on routine matters, and this is far from a routine matter. Uh, there were a number of law enforcement agencies that were gathered outside that restaurant in Clifton, Taros, um, <clears throat> shortly after, uh, but it is the Passaic County Prosecutor that will, that will lead the investigation. The Attorney General's office uh, out of Trenton is also monitoring what's going on. We don't know if he left a note. We don't know if uh, if his family knew of any issues. Nobody that I've spoken to, nobody that I've seen, any of my colleagues in the media that they've spoken to um, have given any indication that they either saw this coming or that there may have been an issue. Um, you know, all of this stuff, anything that we would talk about at this point is is pure speculation. I mean, the two things that we do know You've talked about the closing of the jail and the layoff of more than two dozen uh, yeah. corrections police officers. We also know that a, federal charges were brought on three uh, corrections officers inside that jail uh, that alleged the beating of an inmate. That was apparently in retaliation for that inmate throwing a cup of urine on another. Uh, on one of the officers. On one of the officers. Yeah. Um, but they, they, there's no, no one's ruling in or out anything, but we don't... From everything reported, there was no foul play that this was 
in fact, self-inflicted. There was nobody else in the bathroom. I mean, he left his table, reportedly went to the bathroom, and patrons heard a gunshot. Patrons heard a gunshot. They found him dead inside the bathroom. <laughs> Just so horrible. that is, it, I mean, that... Imagine and, the trauma, right? Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't even imagine. And, you know, the, the owner of Toros... Um, feel bad for that guy. Well-known right. in the community, well-respected among law enforcement and first responders in general. The owner of Toros was just honored within the last week or so for providing thousands of meals to first responders during COVID. Um, so, you know, he's also very tight within within that law enforcement And he community. wouldn't talk to the press yesterday. No, he has got to be traumatized. I mean, it's, you know, that's the kind of thing that will wreck a, a business. I mean, we don't know for sure, but I mean, it, it, given the fact that, you know, Clifton is, is where the sheriff was from, it was where he was a, a beat cop, is where he, you know, yeah. wore the uniform for the first time and kind of rose up through the ranks there. Um, you know that it, it, you're you're going to assume that he was well known, if not by the owner, certainly by the staff at Toros, because it appears that that's a place where he and other law enforcement go often. Wow, it's amazing! What a uh, what a very very tragic tragic story this morning. And um, you know, as, as I pointed out, um, it, to me, really disingenuous to read the governor's tweet. And, you know, him and his wife offering uh, prayers and sympathy. Well, the reality is that, you know, it's one thing to offer your thoughts and prayers after a tragedy. It's another thing to run your entire administration as an anti-cop administration, disparaging our police officers, upholding bail reform and not enforcing federal detainer orders, all that has left our cops vulnerable to the perps. Now you got these corrections officers under investigation because in in, in my hot take is obviously you're going to have some retaliation if an inmate throws urine on you. But you've heard police officers calling the show this morning and honestly throughout the past couple of years talking about how their hands have been tied. They've been shackled by this administration. They can't do their job. When a police officer pulls over a guy that is clearly illegal and you've got pot smoke coming out of the car and they can't do anything about it, you know you've got a problem and we better fix it. We need to fill those jails back up, end bail reform, enforce the federal detainer orders, restore a cost of living adjustment for our retired cops, hire more police officers, and get back to the business of protecting and serving and empowering the men and women in blue. All right, I want to hear from you. If you are a police officer or the family of a police officer, anybody that you want to uh, uh, express uh, condolences on or or praise for the great job they're doing. 1-800-283-101.5-714. Fast traffic instant weather next. Bro. Seven twenty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Let's jump right back into it. So we are mourning the loss today of Passaic County Sheriff Richard Birdnick, who took his own life yesterday. Uh, tragic, tragic turn of events. And I, I, I maybe I'm the only one that uh, that thought this, but I don't think so. Uh, you know, I saw the governor's tweet, um, and you know, he talked about how he and Tammy are friends with uh, the close friends with. With the sheriff, and I, all I can think of is here's the governor talking out of both sides of his mouth. On on one hand, you know, wants to offer the prayers during the difficult time. On the other hand, this is a man that's run an administration that has done nothing but disparage our cops, empower the perps out there. 
We've got thousands of criminal aliens running around this state that this governor is, has essentially turned on the magnet and said, come on in, we'll pay for you. Our cops are powerless to do anything about uh, your status. So come on in. You heard an officer this morning say he pulled somebody over, couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't do anything. Pot pouring out of the car. I was in an Uber um, a few months ago and the guy, guy's in an Uber. Cop pulled us over. I don't know what happened. He was speeding. He ran the line. I don't know what it was. I was on my phone, not paying attention. And uh, the guy didn't have a driver's license. Cop couldn't do anything. Guy was clearly illegal. Had no paperwork. He's like, oh, I've switched licenses. Yeah, that was complete BS. But our cops are not empowered. Bail reform has created a revolving door. And you've got an attorney general that goes after the cops first. How many officers have had false charges brought against them? Because these perps are game in the system. And these dirtbag administrators, when it comes to the governor, his wife, and the attorney generals that we've had, empower this. And now Tammy's going to be your U.S. senator? Wow. Let's go to John and Byram. What's going on, John? Morning. Morning, Bill. First, you know, foremost, God bless the sheriff and his family. Yep. But, you know, I, I hear the list of things you just rattled off about what's been done. And, and all this governor has done is double down on the work started by Chris Christie. Fair point. He's the one that gave you bail reform. Yep, fair point. He's the one that closed the jails. He's the one that laid everybody off. He started all this. He's the one that took COLA from these officers and, yep. and took away negotiated health benefits from them. Yeah. So let's give credit where credit's due. I have no issue with anything you said, John. The only thing I would say is that the closing of the jails... Uh, this is uh, more on Murphy for refusing to honor federal detainer orders. You know, Christie did not do that. He worked with the federal government. Um, and what happened was you had such a severe loss of revenue when Murphy canceled those contracts that now you're seeing the closing of prisons and the, the laying off of corrections officers. But to your point, no doubt about it, Chris Christie was not honest with the cops. There was a reason why they didn't have a contractor in his term, then into Murphy's term. And as far as bail reform, yeah, this this came to us, I think it was 2014, this nonsense started. So you are actually spot on, John. And uh, just so you know, I've had conversations with some of my um, union friends over the past 24 hours. And one of the things that we talked about is that that we cannot, as a state afford another anti-cop Democrat to be governor, but we also cannot afford a weak Republican. And you've got two guys out there running for governor right now, Chitterelli and Bramnick, um, you know, and neither have the vision or the guts to stand up for our law enforcement. Both pander to special interests and, and we need to get tougher and we have to be strong and, and say, look, our cops we need to enforce the laws and go after these perps, especially the ones that bring false charges against the cops while they're waiting for their own trial. Because they only do that to game the system. But you're not wrong that Christie uh, got this ball rolling. That's 100% spot on. Let's hope that somebody comes in and helps that pendulum swing back so that the officers and the citizens of New Jersey can be safe again. Yes, we're, we're going to make sure that happens, John. That is the, the number one issue is to crack down on this illegal uh, immigration nonsense that has been em emboldened and empowered in New Jersey. And at the same time, 
make our neighborhoods the safe havens that they should be for the parents and the kids and the small businesses and everybody else. So, uh, yeah, you're spot on, John. But th- I wasn't doing that to give Christy a pass. You're, you're, you're right about the bail reform, but um, it has to stop. And right now we got a guy in office that is, you know, tweeting out condolences at the same time he's smacking the cops by using his power. So it's just it's so blatant and and grotesque that I thought it had to be pointed out. Agreed. Thanks, John. Have a good one. All right, Kim, I'll get to you first on the other side of the news next. I'm 738 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. We're honoring law enforcement across the state this morning uh, in light of this uh, tragic, tragic death of the Passaic County Sheriff who took his own life yesterday, Richard Birdnick. Uh, obviously, we're praying for his family. Uh, and, and it got me thinking. I, you know, I saw the governor's tweet, and, and Governor Murphy and, and Tammy are deeply saddened, and they consider him a close friend. And I'm thinking, you know what? While the guy was alive, both of you have done nothing but disparage cops, empower an attorney general, both of the, the last two, to go after cops and, and make them the bad guys. And just carrying on uh, with bail reform and not enforcing federal detainer orders, there's a reason why our jails are closing. It's not because we don't have enough criminals out there to round up. It's because we have a soft-on-crime governor uh, who favors the perps over the cops. It is that simple. So, Governor, your words are hollow, and it's an, you're an embarrassment and a disgrace to all law enforcement across this state. Get your head on straight. It's not too late. It's not too late to apologize for your wrongdoings over the past, what, six years? But, you know, to throw out hollow words and throw around thoughts and prayers while you've done nothing but disparage police officers and empower criminals? Come on. Let's go to Kim in Monmouth County. Morning, Kim. How are you? Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm good. What do you want to say? Um, I'd like to offer my condolences to the sheriff and the sheriff officers of the Passaic County Sheriff's Department. Yeah, so sad. Um, in Very. Yeah. Um, so my comment is, this is lower than the state level. Um, this is the county level as well. This is the county prosecutor's office as well. Um, what do you What do you mean? What What t- explain what you mean, Kim? Uh, as far as anti cop, <clears throat> yeah, okay. The county prosecutor's office is anti cop. Yeah, point blank. Um, I have a. I worked as a communications operator. I have a quite a few multiple family members in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, people wonder why you don't see cops pulling people over or anything else. Um, you know, it's something as simple as. The prosecutor's office can subpoena a police officer's cell phone and search it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then these cops are losing their jobs. And the other thing that also goes on with this as far as the prosecutor's office. But remember, Kim, the, the, they work. They, they're working because the governor put them there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the culture. This We are rotten from the top down. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And, and, you know, they try to portray an image of, you know, they're there for the community. They're there for the cops. Um, Melanie Falco in Mammoth County, who's in charge of the, the police integrity unit, is the biggest hypocrite there is. Um, and again, the other thing that happens is when things go, go down with them and you try to challenge it, they. What, what county is, what right. county is she in? Is she, what, Mama, she's. Monmouth County. She's the Monmouth County prosecutor. Monmouth County. Yeah, I don't know her. 
she's not the prosecutor. Santiago's the prosecutor. She's in charge of the police integrity unit. Got it. Okay. They have given her too much power. Yeah. So she she does, you know, but she picks and chooses who she wants to go after and who she doesn't. Mm-hmm. No equality. There's no equality amongst if you're going to go after one person when somebody else has done something worse than the one person, why are you, you know, taking down one, but the one who did something worse, you're letting continue his job. It, it yeah. makes zero sense. Well, somebody said it earlier, Kim, that that guy that attacked the judge, I mean, they threw an attempted murder charge at him. But how many how many perps have spit on cops? assaulted cops there are between 50 and 60,000 assaults on police officers every year across this country cops die in the line of duty you know and 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 we've now got them looking over their shoulder for every single thing that they say and do they want to monitor their social media i mean it it is it is beyond this country has gone beyond recognition when it comes to how our elected leaders treat our law enforcement and it has to stop it has to turn around but kim you know the problem is you've got you've got the system is so politicized that until we get a governor in that is just going to absolutely draw the line and say that's enough we're empowering blue we're going to rehire these corrections officers. Every cop fired during COVID is going to get reinstated with back pay. We need a cost of living increase. We need to increase our training. We need to change the rules of engagement to allow the cops to go after these guys. Nobody should have pot smoke pouring out of their car and not get arrested right there on the spot, period, end of sentence. Um, you know, we need to enforce these legal detainer orders and start housing illegal criminals in our jails i want to fill those county jails up again we ought to be building more jails and get our trade unions uh, back to work at the next level there's so much we can do kim but you know it really starts with a culture where we have to reject this idea of institutional racism and and the idea that that the the institution of policing is somehow bad that is an absolute lie it's a false narrative and it's tearing our country apart and we got to stop it nope you're 100% correct and again having worked as a communications operator for 5 years I've witnessed it firsthand yeah. and again having a whole family full of law enforcement I see what they go through every day yeah well, we're praying for all of them the the attorneys have too much control. Yeah, yeah I, I can't disagree with you there. I think we need to probably take a long look at every prosecutor across the state, and uh, many should probably be fired. And we need to have an attorney general that is pro-law enforcement, period, end of sentence. Thank you, Kim. Have a great rest of the day. Appreciate your call. Everybody else hang in there. I'll be back. 744 Fast Drive against it. Winning. Seven fifty one on New Jersey, one hundred one point five. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. Talking about law enforcement and the uh, the tragic loss of the Bassett County Sheriff who took his own life yesterday, Richard Burdnick. Uh, we are certainly praying for him and his family. Uh, but I couldn't help but notice the hollow words of Governor Murphy and his wife Tammy. Um, you know, they're offering prayers. Meanwhile, they've run a government over the past six years that has done nothing but disparage our officers. They've empowered politicians over cops. They've empowered perps over cops. And it's, you know, and even, I mean, even yesterday, this this Attorney General Platkin, who's just a bad guy, I don't know how this dude sleeps at night, suing school districts, going after parents, 
Um, it's just a bad guy. And, uh, and now he's, uh, he's going after New Jersey employers because our government in Trenton focuses on disparaging the very American institutions that for, for decades made our state great. And I'm talking about small business owners, talking about police officers and mom and dad. And this attorney general started with Graywall. He was a real bum. And, of course, he, he, you know, he hightailed it out of here and got a job with the Biden administration. Coward. Platkin is just uh, just a punk. And, and he's the attorney general now. And, you know, and, and Governor, your, your words are hollow. Anybody can tweet out thoughts and prayers. You're the one that has made the job of being a cop in this state near impossible. You, Governor. You and your wife. And your wife now wants to be a United States senator. You're both a disgrace. We need strong leadership in Trenton to lead our police officers. We need to restore the cost of living adjustment, period. We need to hire more cops. We need to rehire with reparations for all the back pay that was lost during COVID. We need to reopen these county prisons. We need to reignite the deal with the federal government. Do you realize that where you have a county jail with 80% vacancy, you could fill it with criminal aliens and charge the federal government and bring all that money back into New Jersey? All the while, use it to hire more cops? End bail reform? Day one. And, and you know, we had a call earlier that was right. I'm not, this is not just on Phil Murphy. This is on weak Republicans, too. It was Governor Christie that gave us bail reform. Now you got two guys running for governor, Bramnick and Chitterelli, on the Republican side, um, that they, their whole attack is they hate Trump. And they want to keep caps on spending when it comes to police officers. And in Chitterelli's case, wants to give driver's licenses to illegal aliens. So where where are the leaders? Where are the leaders? You can't jump out of the frying pan into the fire. We've got to do better than complicit, morally bankrupt Democrats and weak Republicans. Don't worry. Help us on the way. All right, Michael, I'm going to get to you first on the other side. Uh, I want to talk to you. If you have a family member in law enforcement, have you... Have you have conversations with your kids? Have they talked about wanting to be a cop? You go back 20 years ago, you know, 30 years ago, kids are like, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a cop. How many of your kids today are saying that? And, and d- does it, what does it do if you're a police officer now? Do you want your kids following in your footsteps? We're honoring police officers this morning, but that's a legit question because we're down, I understand, 30% in recruiting in part because the laws and the politicians favor the criminals, not the cops. So no wonder. It's an impossible situation. The cops are guilty until they prove otherwise based on the practices of some of our prosecutors, certainly this this uh, morally bankrupt uh, punk attorney general we have, Matt Platkin, and the governor and his wife. And I lump his wife in because she's been the co-governor for a while with her radical policies. How do you think we got this nonsense agenda in the schools? Right on Tammy. And now she wants to be a United States senator. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. That's what you do. You trash cops for your whole career, and now we're, you get rewarded by a, by a federal job? Should not stand. My question to you is, do you want your kids to grow up to be police officers? 1-800-283-101.5-756. Eric Scott with the news next.
on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. We're talking about law enforcement this morning. Uh, obviously, our, our prayers go out to the family of Passaic County Sheriff Richard Birdnick, who fatally shot himself yesterday afternoon. Um, we're still waiting on more details and uh, what led to this, etc. But um, it got me thinking when I read the governor's tweet and he and his wife, Tammy, offering their prayers. And I thought, what a what a horrible, horrible hypocrite Governor Murphy is. He and his wife, <clears throat> they've spent their their time in Drumthwacket and in the governor's office disparaging police, empowering the attorney general's office to go after our cops, make it harder for them, uh, unable to enforce federal detainer orders, unable to keep perps behind bars for more than a few hours. We've, we've seen them uh, masked up, jabbed up, facing the loss of their job. We've got cops that haven't had a cost of living increase when they retire for more than a decade. We've got a 30% drop in recruitment. We have cops that call this show, and you hear them firsthand. You know, young guy, pull him over, pot smoke pouring out of the car, can't do anything. Illegal, has no paperwork, can't do anything. We've made it so incredibly difficult. Think about those 29 corrections officers in Passaic County who've lost their job. Who prays for their families? Who speaks for them? Who stands up for them? It's enough of this this horrific governor and his wife, the two of them. Back to Massachusetts. Like, we're just, we're done with you. you you've, you've disgraced yourself. And now these hollow words about thoughts and prayers and your friendship. What, what good is your friendship, governor, if you are going to disparage cops as a career move? Your friendship really doesn't mean much, does it? Boy, with friends like you, Phil, wow. So my question to you is, do you have family members that are police officers? Would you want your kids to become a police officer? Do you think I'm being too hard on the governor? Or is this something that we really do have to change in this state? Let's go to Jill in Bridgewater. Good morning, Jill. How are you? Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. What do you want to say? I want to say that my wife has been a police officer for 17 years, and now she is to the point where she said, I might as well just leave my handcuffs at home because I can't use them. She said, we, we're not allowed to do anything. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? How long have you been married? We, uh, we've been 10 years. 10 years. So she's been a cop the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And, and uh, let, let me ask you, Jill. Just midnight. Yeah. Done everything. And and what is what is her number one issue? What would what what would your wife say um that we need to fix immediately? Yeah, can't do anything. Can't stop anyone, can't do anything. You see something, you know, uh where in the past maybe you knew it was going to lead to something bad because of of your experience and you just can't even act on it anymore. Yeah. You can't you, you can't you can't take that proactive step. And it's a it's a big problem. Do you worry more now when she's out on a shift than you did ten years ago? Well, listen, Bill. You see, you see in the news on how these police officers will go. There's one recent. You go on to a domestic violence. Yeah. Call and and you know the the table still turns so fast, and it's everybody pointing at the police officer. Yeah. Even though they're walking into a a tumultuous situation as it is. Yeah, it's really it, it's it's disheartening because they're they're doing their job, and what people and by people I mean people like Murphy and his wife and and the attorney general, 
They, they just don't acknowledge how difficult it is, how trying it is to be a police officer. And they also don't acknowledge that, and I've said this many times in speeches and here on the air, um, that, that it's not a job, it's not a career, and being a cop is a calling. Something yeah, different. It's a thousand percent passion. I, that is in her. It will always be in her. Her family lineage is in it. Yeah. And, um, but it's a tough sell for, for any other family member yeah. you know, who's young and wants to maybe take a step into it. Her brother became a police officer. He has got to do 30 years now, and mm-hmm. she tried to discourage him. <laughs> How about that? Isn't that a shame? Yeah, it's it's good, a, because good. There, there's so much legacy when it comes to police officers. Every time I speak to an academy graduation or anything, you know, you ask for a show of hands with these young cops. How many of you have parents or siblings? And and 80 percent of the hands go up and, and yeah. we're losing that. Jill, I hope you guys are digging in with me. Bill, we're trying to. We are definitely trying to. All right. Help is on the way. What's your wife's first name? Nicole. Tell Nicole. Nicole. Police officer. What's that? Nicole, who is the best police officer. Well, tell Nicole that we're praying for her safety and your continued strength. You guys hang in there. I can promise you that help is coming. Thanks, Bill. Changes on the way. You take care, Jill. Nice talking to you. Have a good one. You too. Bye, you too. Michael, Lauren, Phil, Patty, everybody hang in there. Neighbor Joe. All right, we'll check in with everyone. 814, though. Got a break for traffic and weather now. A23 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. I'll be with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, let's jump right back into it. Talking about police officers. And uh, the question is whether or not you want your family members, your kids, uh, to grow up to be police officers and we have a crisis of confidence right now and it is squarely on the governor's shoulders the governor and his wife have uh, spent their um, recent career disparaging police officers making it very hard we have a mental health crisis this governor is completely ignorant to it and then he has the gall to tweet out about his friend who died yesterday took his own life um Passaic county sheriff richard birdnick you know, anybody can tweet out thoughts and prayers after the fact. But this governor ha- is complicit in what's been happening among the ranks of our cops. And it's it's disgusting and it has to stop. Let's go to Michael in Brooklyn. What's going on, Michael? How are you? Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, Michael? Good. I'm a retired New York City police officer and um, I got a son that's in law school. Mm-hmm. And I got a major connection in the prosecutor's office. And I beg my son not to go work for them. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not going to let him. Because I don't want him to integrate, integrate the cops and make them the bad guys. And that's, that's interesting. And, and what did your side, What was his reaction to that? Well, you know, um, it's funny because it's an easy way in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a job that once he graduates, he has. Instead of trying to, like, hit the brick for a finding a corporate job. But I said, Mike, you're better off finding the corporate job because this is a thankless job. You know, being a cop is the best thing. There's no better feeling to serve and protect. To get in the car with a good partner and go from call to call and help people at their lowest. Yeah. It's a great, it it really is. It's the greatest feeling in the world. But nowadays, no, not at all. Not at all. And until we could get 
these liberal governors out and judges out, it's not going to change. Michael, I mean, you're a former NYPD. Look at Eric Adams. Here's a guy who came up through the ranks, and even I was fooled. I had him on my show on Fox, Chasing News, several times. And, you know, when he ran for mayor, I thought, you know what? The cops might actually have a Democrat who's got their back. And he turned into a complete and utter disaster. Yeah, and, and so was the union. You know, so was the PBA president. They endorsed these guys. They, it, you know, they know where their bread is buttered, and, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but you know, Michael, I, I believe that the PBA in particular, I mean, we certainly see this in New Jersey. I don't fault the guys for going with who they, they expect will uh, deliver the best for their guys, um, but I will tell you that in many, many conversations, there's no doubt that a lot of union members feel very betrayed uh, in this state and certainly in New York City that uh, that they thought, wow, we backed these guys, we gave them our our funds and our votes, and they turned on us and, and treated us like crap and have now made the job of policing uh, a near impossible task. And, and it's why crime is up. It's why you got more home invasions, more break-ins. You've got people treating the cops like crap. You've got uh, children that are able to mock police officers because they can't, they can't uh, throw them in the back of the car if they catch them with booze or pot. It's nuts. So anyway, Michael, I got to go. But look, we'll, uh, we'll say a prayer for you and your family. Thank you for uh, your great service. All right, brother. All right. Thank Talk you soon. for everything you do. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you. Patty, neighbor Joe, I'll be back. 827, Eric Scott with the news next. Eight thirty-eight on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So talking about police officers, we uh, certainly mourning the tragic death of the Passaic County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Richard Burdnick, who uh, fatally shot himself yesterday at a restaurant in Clifton. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be more to the story and our, our prayers are with his family right now and all the uh, corrections officers and the sheriff's department family. Um, but it got me thinking when I saw the governor's tweet, you know, Governor Phil Murphy and his wife, Tammy, who have done nothing but disparage cops over their career and make their their uh, life and career so much harder. And then to put out this hollow statement about their close friend and, and the prayers during this difficult time. Uh, Governor, you've made this time difficult. You. Now, we can't excuse former Governor Chris Christie for ushering in the outrageous and dangerous bail reform. But guys, I've spent the better part of the last eight years around different police and law enforcement events and talking about it and and meeting with and directly discussing what we need to do to empower law enforcement. And I can tell you firsthand, um, the, the guys are tired. And the men and women who put on the uniform every day are tired of being the being on the other end of that pointed finger that says it's your fault if something goes wrong. You got men and women that sign up to be police officers. They want to protect. They want to serve. It's a calling. It's more than a career. And every family member knows you go on that shift with your your husband, your wife, your son, your daughter, your father, your mother, your sister, your brother. You're on that shift with them, waiting for them to come home. I think about the hero cops from 9-11. Port Authority police charging into the buildings. I think about the police officers who, before we knew anything about COVID, stayed on the job, did their job. 
I think about the, uh, we're talking about the police officers in Israel who were the recipients of the 911 calls, who ran to the front, ran to the kibbutzes, 40, lost their lives. And I think about our cops here at home, 11 years without a cost of living adjustment on our retired cops. You try to live on the salary that you retired with 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Come on. Come on. You want to know why people are leaving this state? And and now we have bail reform where the cops will bust up a domestic violence scene and the dude's out on the street in two hours. You had an officer this morning call, some young driver, smoke pouring out of the car, can't do anything. You have a police officer assaulted in a prison and it's the cops that get in trouble. Meanwhile, the guy that assaulted the judge, well, he's going to go away for life. It's time for us to call out these politicians who do nothing but protect themselves. Governor Murphy, you don't get a pass. You don't get a pass because you tweet out about thoughts and prayers when your friend takes his own life. You don't get a pass, Governor. You are complicit with the horror show that has become a law enforcement in New Jersey. Our cops trying to make ends meet. Our cops trying to make a decision. Do I go after that perp or am I going to be on the wrong end of a viral video and lose my job and my pension and my benefits? My God, we, we need to change this culture and we better change it fast. Let's go to Joe in South Jersey. What's going on, Joe? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, I've been in law enforcement for 20 years, yeah. and there is no way I would ever let my kids do this job. Really? I can tell you this is a conversation that we all have in the job, and everybody says the same thing. And I can tell you that it has changed over the years. Yeah. My father was law enforcement. He always supported me and, and pushed for it, and that was a common thing. It was a generational job. It was a job that stayed within the family, and, and now... Across the board, cops are saying there's no way I would let my kids do this job. Yeah. I hear it time and again. What would you say is the, how long have you been on the job? 20 years. So you're thinking about retirement. You're thinking about if you do retire, do you stay in Jersey? What are your thoughts? I am out of New Jersey along with every other cop I talk to. Yeah. In my head, I'm in the mountains of Tennessee already. And I hate that because... You know, I grew up loving this state, yeah. and, and, and I love the way that you fight for it and don't abandon it, which I, I really think that's so amazing uh, because, you know, it's just that's the common theme. It's like everybody just wants to, wants to get out of here. And yeah. I can tell you, I mean, like it's really obvious with recruiting numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are down everywhere. Yeah. Every department you talk to, they are a fraction of where they were. They yeah. can't get people to do mm -hmm. this job. Because it's not just the kids of cops. It's, it, you know, I mean, we're telling neighbors, hey, don't let your kids do this. It's, yeah. You don't want your kids to, to be hated. You don't want them to make a simple mistake and have their, their, their end up in jail. They end up, I mean, like just the commentary on this poor, this poor uh, sheriff. From, and I, like you said, there's more, there's probably more to the story. I don't know. Yeah. But the commentary you read on, it's like, it's it's appalling to see these people make these comments about this guy who took his life. I, mean, I know. And that's know. what cops feel like. They feel like well, and that's, hey, we're hated. We're hated. And that's why I reacted to the governor sending out his condolences. And I'm like, man, dude, you're you're a hypocrite because you've created this horrible atmosphere. There's a reason why recruiting is down. And, you know. 
that doesn't give the last guy a pass. I mean, it was Murray, it was Christie who um, who shut down Cola. It was Christie who made the cops the you know the wrong end of budget cuts. It was Christie that brought in bail reform. So he he certainly doesn't get a pass. But when you look at what this attorney general has done and the one before him, disaster. Does that no wonder why people are leaving? No wonder why nobody wants to be a cop. I think recruitment's down thirty percent. You imagine. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. And it's, it's a national thing. It's not just yeah, something that's true. happening in New Jersey. I've talked to guys across the country. But I do think that New Jersey is worse than other states. Yeah. And I, again, you know, it, they make the job very hard to do. And you're not going to stop the people, the young guys and girls out there who, who want to do this job because it is a calling. It's yeah, a calling. I, mean, I agree. It's a shame that people think that they get to. There's a lot of misconceptions and, and falsehoods out there that, that go on the Internet with, Oh, cops get into the you know the job of power. No, if if you got into any training position in law enforcement, that's the one thing you do is you ask the recruits, "Hey, why did you do this job? Why yeah. are you doing this job?" And the answer is always because I want to help people. Yep. It, it, and it's just it's just awful where we're at now. Yeah. It really is. And just I just pray for the for the people that are getting out there into this job and yeah. that we have a we have a switch in it and you know that it is a pendulum. And that the pendulum swings back in that, you know. It's going to. Before. Joe, it's going to. We have just, we are just getting started. And I can tell you over the course of the next two years, you're going to see that. And uh, we're going to change the state. And we're going to take it back for, for normal people who understand the value of law enforcement. Joe, thank you. Thanks for your service. And uh, thanks, Joe. Well, thanks for everything you do. You got it, man. Good to talk to you. You take care. Take All right, Judy, David, Bucky, Patty, Joe, Ron. I'll be back 846. Uh, let's do traffic and weather next. All right. 852 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spady. We're talking about law enforcement. Uh, certainly mourning the loss this morning of uh, Passaic County Sheriff Richard Burdnick, who fatally shot himself yesterday afternoon at a restaurant in Clifton. Uh, obviously, our thoughts and prayers go to um, the sheriff, his family, leaves behind four adult kids and a wife. Um, but it got me thinking that there's a bigger story here. And, and part of it is when I read the governor's tweet, Governor Murphy, whose uh, policies have been nothing but negative with our police officers. And to to see the hollow thoughts and pr- prayers from the governor and Tammy about how they were blessed to have counted the sheriff as a close friend. Well, you know what? You got to be more than um, than talk about a close friend after the fact when someone is lost. How about the governor and his wife step up to help law enforcement today? How about we do something about bail reform? And that's fine if you want to go back and blame Governor Christie for giving us bail reform. But no one can argue with the far-left, anti-cop agenda of this governor, his wife, and the attorney generals that have worked for him. I mean, the man was marching with Black Lives Matter, these anti-cop radicals, while you were locked in your home. Don't forget that. This man who occupies the governor's office, is a hypocrite. And by the way, for the two Republicans right now who are running for governor, Jack Cittarelli and John Bramnick, um, you know, I gave John a shout-out yesterday. At least he voted against the pay raise. But but neither neither men are qualified to uh, lead our next generation of policing in New Jersey. My God, you got Jack Cittarelli running for the third time. Here's a man that thinks that illegals ought to get licenses. So, you know, you you, you can't... You, these guys can't get out of their own way. We don't need Democrat light in 2025. And we certainly can't afford four more years of a Democrat with a Democratic legislature. Things are only going to get worse. 
All right, let's check in with my friend Brian Bucky, Buck and Fuso in Hamilton. What's going on, Bucky? How are you? Good morning, Bill. How are you doing? Long time since I've chatted with you. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. And I, I sorry I never got to your call yesterday. I'm glad you called back today. Um, so, what are you, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, first off, my my condolences go to the Burdenick family. My condolences, obviously, to uh, his family and and all my brothers and sisters in blue that are dealing with this great loss. Um, anytime we lose somebody in law enforcement, no matter how we lost this individual, whether it's through, unfortunately, the circumstances that we're dealing with today, suicide is a is a big, big issue with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to hear earlier that the 988 number was put out there for people yeah. to call that are in distress. You're, you're never alone. There's always somebody here for you. My phone is always on. My door is always open. You know, don't ever feel that you need, you can't reach out to somebody, can't talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the sacrifice that you're making and, and taking uh, to put on this uniform and go out there and do that job, you have so many people behind you that support you. Yeah, it's a great point. It really is. And, and you know, Bucky, we've got to do better. I mean, you would have made an outstanding sheriff in Mercer County. I, I hope you're going to get your name back on a ballot um, in the near future. And, and, you know, we need guys like you. And, and we need a change in culture in New Jersey. We need to stop uh, pandering to these radicals. We need to stop pretending that Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all these radical groups have a serious message that should be taken seriously. They do not. It is an anti-American, anti uh, cop message that is doing nothing but tearing down our cities and and creating racial tension, not taking it away. And and I appreciate that in your in your thoughts and your words and encouragement of that. You know, it's an uphill battle here in our state in our county. Um, and unless the Democrats themselves have something happen to them, they don't know the effects of what's going on out there right. on the streets. Right. And for our, for this guy who wants to say he's a governor, and for his wife to like you say, come out of the you know. Out behind the shed and express yeah. your condolences right. when, you, when you're not out there helping them. Right. Where have you been? On the front line. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Where, where that, have you been? That's hypocritical. Hypocritical. Yeah. And, and it's a shame. It's a shame that it's that way. It's the culture we live in. And unfortunately, we do need yeah. change. And uh, hopefully we can get your boots on the ground again to to keep moving forward and get our message out and do what we need to do to, to upright the ship here in Mercer, yeah. in Mercer County, but especially here in New Jersey. And that's that's. We need you to do that, Bill. It, it's it's going to happen, Bucky, and thank you. And I hope you're going to join us for the uh, Women for Common Sense luncheon happening uh, at Leonardo's at 1 o'clock on the 1st. We'd love to have you there to uh, share your thoughts. So uh, let me know if you can make that. And text me, and I'll uh, I'll text I you the flyer. The invite. You I appreciate it. the invite. Thank you, sir. Hey, Good man. Talking to you as always. And give best. my best to the, the missus at home. I will. You do the same. Thank you, Bucky. Have a great rest All of your right, day. Sir. Thank you. All right, Patty, Judy, neighbor Joe. I'll be back. 857, Eric Scott with your news. 910 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spady. Let's jump right back into it. We're talking about uh, police officers. And uh, would you want your kids to to be cops? I'm talking about this horrific situation in Passaic County. The sheriff took his own life, Richard Burdnick. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'm I'm just, you know, being honest with you, I really reacted when I saw Governor Murphy and Tammy, his wife, tweet out their their prayers and and uh, talking about how close they were with the sheriff, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, the sheriff just had to lay off 29 corrections officers because the governor's policies are causing us in the in the midst of rising crime to actually close jails. The governor is complicit with the challenges we're having in law enforcement, and I think it is absolutely hypocritical and shameful for him to say a damn thing publicly 
Or are we going to now, oh, you know, too little, too late, Governor? Because you've got cops now losing their jobs, cops that are not going to be able to keep their homes, cops that are going to have to potentially pull their kids out of school, cops that are worried about when their next paycheck is coming. And you don't care. You don't care. You want to tweet out about your friend, the sheriff who, who, who took his own life. Meanwhile, you're letting how many thousands of criminal aliens take up money that could be spent hiring new police officers. Yet you're giving them free health care, free housing, and they're here illegally. Many of them accused of terrible crimes, which you, Governor, have forced our local law enforcement to stand down and not be able to bring these people in. There's a lot of blood on your hands, Governor. And not just through COVID and the thousands of seniors that you and Judy Persichilli were had a hand in their death with your, your horrible policies. Beyond that, we talk about mental health. We talk about the crisis of addiction. We talk about the disparaging of police officers, the empowerment of criminals and perps. There's blood on your hands, Governor, you and your wife. Your wife should not even be a part of this conversation, but you decided to prop her up and use state money to make sure that she kept her name out there. And now she's headed toward becoming a United States senator. Meanwhile, we got cops that thank God we have some great resources out there to help them. But clearly we can't help them all. What are you doing, Governor, to fix this? And as far as the Republicans, as far as the last guy who wants to give licenses to illegals, who who wants to keep a cap on cops pay. Between Bramnick and Chitterelli, there, there's not a lot of difference between them and, and Murphy. We need something better, someone stronger, more courage, leadership. We need leadership that understands the role of police officers. All right, I'm going to get to all your calls on the other side. Traffic and weather next, 913. 922 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. We're talking about... Uh, police, and would you want your family members or kids to grow up to be police officers? Start with uh, neighbor Joe. What's going on, neighbor Joe? How are you? Ah, Joe the neighbor's not on. All right, we'll put him back on hold. Let's go to Patty in Point Pleasant. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you today? Patty, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Good. How are you doing? You know what, Patty? I, I'm I'm doing great, and thank God I'm blessed with health and a great family and a great um, uh, career. But I have to tell you, I, I, my heart breaks with this family, the Burdnick family, with the passing of this uh, sheriff. Just terrible. It is. It's absolutely awful. <clears throat> so, um, my husband is a retired sergeant. My son is a police officer. My other son was in corrections. Thank God he was smart enough to get out of there quick. Um, and I've been living with this for 40 years. Mm-hmm. I've seen the good and the bad. And um, I think the way they're treated is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. They don't allow them to be the police officers that they were back in the day. Our hands are tied. Yeah. Can't do nothing. No, and it's and you know we we don't take care of the cops in retirement. We don't take care of them while they're on the job, and and that's why it was just felt so hollow and dismissive and gross. Honestly, it was gross to read the governor's statement and and his wife about their good friend. And and I'm thinking, wow, with friends like you, governor, right? I mean, it's it's to talk about doing nothing on behalf of the cops. And it's look, it's easy to go back and blame Christie for bail reform, and you, you can't. 
uh, deny that it, the Republicans started that nonsense. But the culture we have now with a governor that marches with these radical BLM uh, cop-hating, America-hating activists, and he did it in the as a slap in the face while everybody else was locked down, um, these are not good people. And, and they don't stand up for our cops. They don't care. That's the problem. They don't care. And if they could live and walk a day in my shoes and what my husband right. and my son have seen in law enforcement, yep. and so they run in quick and not even think twice about helping somebody else. That's right. Um, it's, it's very disheartening. I mean, I have to say it. I've lived it, a mother, a wife, and I have grand, grandsons, and I hope. I pray to God that that's not something they want to do in the future. Yeah, I hear you, Patty. I mean, but we've got to change that culture. And I'm, I'm hoping to help usher in a new era in this state that, that will value and honor our first responders, especially our cops, our corrections officers, and empower them at the level they need to be empowered so that they can follow their calling. Are you and your husband uh, digging in with me, Patty? You going to stay? We, we are 100% Good. And I still work because... You know, we he retired fifteen years and can't afford to live here if one of us doesn't work. So, well, we're gonna we're gonna work on that too. And the folks that retired the earliest are going to be the first ones to benefit from the cost of living adjustment that's going to um, start rolling out in twenty twenty six. But we've got to fight our way through to make sure that we can get all these things done. So that fight is just getting started, Patty. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I just want to say. Um, my heart goes out to the Burdenick family, and it really doesn't matter why he took his life, but I can tell you one thing. He took his life more importantly because there is definitely some type of emotional and mental instability in law enforcement right now without supporting our police officers and our people in this industry. It's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. It starts with the governors, the politicians, and the public. Some of them are great, and some of them need to be a lot more supportive. Yeah, I agree. And these politicians, uh, you, you can't ignore it. They, many of them have blood on their hands. Patty, thank you for calling. Be well. Best to your family. Okay. All right. All right, guys. 926. Eric Scott with the news next. Nine thirty eight on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Good morning. Uh, I'll be here till 10 o'clock this morning. Today we're talking about police officers. Uh, the tragic uh, death of Richard Burdnick, the Passaic County Sheriff, uh, reportedly shot himself fatally in a bathroom of a restaurant yesterday. Um, and um, look, <laughs> mental health is a very serious, serious issue. And we can speculate all we want, and I'd like to not do that. Let's, let's find out what happened as best we can piece it together. But it does raise the question of how difficult it is to be a police officer in New Jersey. And when I saw Governor Murphy and his wife Tammy tweeting out their uh, their prayers, I thought, you know, with friends like you, Phil, there's been nothing but disparagement, nothing but an all-out attack on our police officers for years under this administration. It started with the, we'll call it good intentions, but the disaster of bail reform under Governor Chris Christie. And now we have essentially a revolving door. You can be a criminal alien. Nobody's going to check you. The cops are completely shackled. They can't get their jobs done. Um, and how many officers have we heard this morning are just, uh, they're one foot out the door. We have to change that. We have to suspend bail reform on day one. We have to reinvigorate our aggressive law enforcement against criminal aliens and enforce federal detainer orders issued by federal judges and lock them up. 
We need to reestablish a cost of living adjustment for our retired cops. We need to aggressively recruit qualified individuals, get rid of diversity, equity, inclusion, all that nonsense. It's got to go. We need to hire qualified, qualified officers, corrections officers. We need to make sure we're empowering these cops and paying the bills. We can't afford four more years of a Democratic administration that is anti-cop that would choose to align themselves with cop-hating, America-hating, racist organizations like Black Lives Matter. And we certainly can't afford a weak Republican, certainly not the guy that's been running for the last, what, 20 years? All right, eight. He's lost twice already. Guy that wants to put a cap on uh, on officers' salaries, a guy that uh, that blamed his campaign for being too white. That's why he lost. Guy that wants to give licenses to illegals. Got another guy running, uh, John Bramnick, who uh, yeah, I like John. But again, you know, he has dedicated most of his legislative career now to hating Donald Trump. So where do you go? Well, we need to do better, and we need to think about that. For now, let's make sure we're standing up for our cops. We'll start with neighbor Joe in Princeton. What's going on, Joe, the neighbor? How are you? Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Good. Good. How was the coffee this morning? Uh, good as always. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about this, Joe? You know a lot of cops. You and I have done work together. What are your thoughts on what's going on? First of all, cond- condolences to the family and his brothers in blue. You know, it's tough. You know, yeah. I know a lot of guys, like you said, you do too, you know, and to see these guys, they work hard. You know, my buddy, Jerky Mike, he worked as a prison guard for a long time. You know, things got, I'll, I'll call it stupid over there, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, he ended up getting out of there earlier than he really wanted to, Yeah. you know, and, and, you know, he, you know, he couldn't take it anymore. They were, they were not, uh, I don't know what you would call it, management or whatever. Was- well, they don't back the guys up. I mean, you saw what happened in Passaic County. The guy, you know, you got some criminal behind bars, throws a cup of urine at a cop. Cops rightly beat him up. And um, and what happens? They, they're the ones facing charges. Now, maybe there are some nuances there that I'm not aware of. Maybe it was wildly over the top and aggressive. But, you know, you, you're putting cops in a bad spot and you're empowering the perps to do things to them without consequences. So true. So true, Bill. You know, Jason Aldean has a song out there and it's about a small town. You need to listen to it. Send it out to your to your people out in the, you know, in a radio land, let them listen to it. Think about what this gentleman is saying. I know it's only a song, but if you really listen to it, you'll get the, you know. It's, you know what? I, I'll uh, I'll look for it, see if we can load it in, and we'll play it tomorrow. Th- right. Thanks, Joe. Got to jump. Good, Always good to talk to you. All Best right. to everybody. Take care. Neighbor Joe, good man. Let's go to Phil and Wall. What's going on, Phil? How are you? Morning, Phil. Morning, Bill. How you doing? I'm good, Phil. How you doing? I'm extremely disgusted with this whole entire situation. Yeah. I hear you. So, I'm a state corrections officer. Okay. And Tough job. People, you have no idea, Phil, what his, the bill, sorry. I'm just so, I'm so frustrated with everything. Yeah, I hear now. you. Because this is disgusting, and nobody is just falling on deaf ears. Yeah, these officers that go in these prisons and deal with this situation on a daily basis. Yeah, 
it starts from our administration and works our way down. Nobody cares anymore. You have good officers that are going in that are being exposed to K2, fentanyl, um, getting splashed with feces. You do your job now with these body cameras, they don't care a bit. You know what they're there for? They're there for transparency on us to jam us up. Right. The see is, hey, listen, you only see one piece of that camera footage, and if they don't like you, they're going to jam you up, and they're going to railroad you. And you got to sit home and wonder if you're going to have a job or you're going to get indicted yeah. or you're not going to be able to feed your family. And what is you? You're made to be the criminal now. Yeah. And you're wrong for doing your job. Phil, do you think I was too harsh on our governor? Or you agree with me? He should put a freaking uniform on. That's right. And go in there Walk and work that post. That's right. Smell the K2. Get high. Get sick. Sit back and watch what goes on in these facilities. And yeah. these inmates are allowed to run amok. And you cannot do anything. Yeah. Because you are petrified to lose your job. And when you're sitting out wondering if you're going to have a job or you're going to get indicted, no one tells you nothing. You sit there alone in your thoughts. Yeah. While the governor vacations to his fancy Italian villa surrounded by guards, surrounded by wealth and all the trappings of power and greed. And it's uh, it's disgusting, Phil. I'm sick of it. We uh, we're going to go on a, a, um, a hiring, aggressive hiring uh, focused effort to bring back more corrections officers, more state troopers, more municipal cops. And we've got to change the culture. The attorney, uh, the attorney general, this this current one and the last one, absolute anti-cop disasters. We need a pro law enforcement attorney general. We need the state police to report directly to the governor, get out from under the attorney general's office. We need to empower our cops. We need to take a look at our prisons. We need to build more prisons. And, you know, enough is enough. You guys are the front lines. And and I agree. It, it's, uh, you know, you're not going to get it from this governor. He's not going to walk even a step in your shoes, let alone a mile. Phil, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay strong. Help us on the way. All right, everybody else hanging there. I'll be back. 946, fast traffic instant weather next. Pro. 953 on New Jersey, 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Listen, guys, got to get out of here. Uh, I just want to read a quick note to you that we got on the app chat from an anonymous user from Somerset County. Quote, I am a parole officer, but I need to stay anonymous. I've been supervising a caseload for over 20 years. It's practically impossible to violate anyone anymore. They get a slap on the wrist. County jails won't take parolees. What are we supposed to do with them? It ties our hands. The top water cooler topic is how much more time do you have left? Similar to what prisoners say in jail, which is sad. It wasn't always like this. Thank you for all that you do. Well, for all the cops out there, guys, you know I stand with you. And we are going to fight like hell to reset and restore the greatness of this state and the value of our law enforcement members. Uh, help is certainly on the way. Uh, for now, say your uh, your prayers and um, and think about the family of Passaic County Sheriff Richard Burdnick. End of watch, Tuesday, January 23rd. I'll be back tomorrow at 6.
in the shiny place Make our bed and we'll say our grace Freedom's light burning warm Freedom's light burning warm Thanks for listening to the Bill Spadia Show On Demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.